1: Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 923. This episode brought to you by Squarespace. Say, you got some big plans for the new year? Well, Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a unique website. Show off your work or your blog or your, your, your soul Publish some content, sell products, services of any kind, just in a few clicks. You can customize everything uh, from look and feel to, to settings and products using beautiful templates created by world-class designers. And there's nothing ever to install, patch, or upgrade. So head to squarespace.com, get a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code NERDIS to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Uh, let's go to the Nerdist Community Court Board, Dave Clock. An amazing artist who lives in Los Angeles. If you ever went to any of the Meltdown shows when it was uh, the Meltdown with Jonah and Kumail, uh, you've seen his work. He did all the posters for those shows and they are all masterpieces. Anyway, he's having an art show featuring his posters and other original artwork Saturday, December 16th. So if you like cool art, definitely go. It's going to be at... uh, the uh, A.G. Geiger Bookstore in Chinatown. That is the 502 Chunking Court, Los Angeles, 90012 from 5 to 9 p.m. Or if you can't make it and you still want to see, go buy Dave's Art or go look at Dave's Art at DaveClock, K-L-O-C.com. Uh, Pearl the Poi Puppy is an adorable blind and deaf dog who's living in Hawaii with her own Instagram account. And to celebrate this holiday season, she's using her Instagram to help raise money for some great animal charities. Um, So just so she can raise as much money as possible, she created a contest. If you donate money to one of the charities, you can be entered to win really great prizes, including dog toys, food, and more. Check out at puppy on instagram to find out more info where to donate how to win all those things and uh, just give her a little digital hug if you can just give her a sweet little digital hug um this episode is bill skarsgård who is uh you may know is one of the uh, the infinite uh number of skarsgård clan uh you got uh alexander skarsgård stellan skarsgård Bill Skarsgård. Bill is a brilliant actor who, of course, played Pennywise in It. (laughs) He was incredible. And uh, he's just such a nice guy. I was in New York. I think we recorded this uh, maybe like six weeks ago. He just happened to be in New York doing some press. And I went to his hotel, like went up to his hotel room, just he and I hung out in his hotel room and uh, recorded this. He was just so freaking cool. And he's promoting, besides it, of course, which I'm sure you've already seen, Castle Rock, which I am very excited about. It is coming to Hulu uh, next year. Castle Rock is essentially the uh, horror series which was created for Hulu. And it's basically based on the stories of Stephen King and it intertwines characters and themes from the fictional town of Castle Rock. Uh, Bill is in it, Sissy Spacek Melanie Linsky, who's a brilliant actor um, Scott Glenn, Terry O'Quinn It is a fantastic group of people So uh, I am very, very excited for Castle Rock uh, next year Of course, executive produced uh, by J.J. Abrams And uh, based on Stephen King work So there you go, that's that Uh, This episode also brought to you by Stamps.com The holidays are bearing down upon us quickly And showing no sign of slowing down, time is an ever moving train that we can only hope to hang on to and enjoy the ride. Uh, But maybe it's easier to do that if you buy and print all of your postage from your own computer. Don't wait in lines at the post office. You probably have a million errands to run, right? So who has time for that? Print it all out from any letter package, any class of mail from your computer, from your printer. The mail carrier picks it up. Stamps.com makes it easy. They're gonna send you a digital scale automatically calculates the exact postage you need they're gonna even help you decide the best class of mail every time print postage any day any time of day stamps.com is always open um you know it it, stamps is one of those things that what i love about stamps is that it prints out the exact postage you need which i always feel like is a subtle way of saying like hey i'm professional hey i'm professional rather than putting like you know two or four or five different stamps lining up the side of the thing and then you're licking them and you get that taste in your mouth. Right now, you can enjoy Stamps.com with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage in a digital scale without long-term commitments. Go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in NERDIST. That's Stamps.com into the promo code NERDIST. Now here's the Nerdist Podcast numbers 923 with Bill Skarsgård. Katie, Bill the Skarsgård.
0: Now entering... Nerdist.com.
1: Oh, you know, the great part about that is that you can just talk in Swedish and no one <laughs> Oh, yeah, end. no, exactly. But so. You know, being in another country, you have a secret code. Oh, yeah, and you forget sometimes. Of your native language. Right. Have you ever been surprised by anyone where you think, like, oh, we're totally cool to talk here, and then someone responds in Swedish? I think
0: I've been close up times, you know, where you'd like, where I'm like, I'm about to say something, and I'm like, like, almost like like a sixth sense, you know? It's like, maybe I shouldn't say this maybe out loud. And then it's I'm like, he's gonna... fucking Swedish, I knew it. <laughs> um, yeah, it was asked. And then this city's crazy because, like, every time you walk around, I hear. Every time I walk around the streets, I hear Swedish. Really? Every time. Like, there's. If I walk, if I take a walk for an hour, I guarantee you I'll hear Swedish.
1: It's one of the most. It's one of the incredible things about New York is that it's so close to. You know, the, the European experience that everything is, you know, six to eight hours away. Yeah. But when you're in Los Angeles, that's all, you yeah. know, 11 to 15
0: hours away. Yeah. So we just don't right. we just don't get it as much. But
1: it's so, it's so wonderful here.
0: Yeah, it really is. And, I mean, I think New York is, I think it's the fourth biggest city in Sweden. Oh, really? <laughs> I think, so. or maybe that's London. Maybe it's the fifth. Oh, I think wow. but like, uh, in terms of where Swedish, like Swedish inhabitants, it's, I think London is the fourth and New York's the fifth. And w- I was asking your girlfriend, um, cause my wife and I would
1: love to go to Sweden and she said, yeah, you know, go to Stockholm, start there
0: and, uh, and I'll give you a list of places you need to go see. <laughs> yeah, no. And if you come like, um, both Alita's parents and my parents have like, Beautiful houses in the in the in the countryside. It's just like an hour outside of Stockholm. Oh my god! Yeah, and you like come out and have dinner.
1: Oh, that would be so amazing! Yeah, yeah, yeah We've never we've never been, and it uh, uh, it it just it, you know we watch so many horror movies, and Swedish horror is a very specific style of horror movie. Yeah, and it it's so. Uh, the, looks like the angles are wide and it 's so picturesque and it 's so it 's just stunning you know so much of it feels like it 's outdoors kind of dealing with the elements yeah um, it, it, do you have a def- is there a sort of a defining quality of Swedish film for you when you think about the difference
0: i think i mean i don 't know if uh, I got this question the other day about because um, it is set in the summer and it's was like oh what what do you think about it's like that's so scary about the summer um and I think like December is supposedly the the most haunted month or the most <laughs> spiritual month for some reason. Okay. I think, or sort of in the mystical, you know, sure. sort of gothic lore at least. It's like December has always been. And if I like, to, if you've never been to Sweden in December before, it's quite a thing. Like it's it gets pitch black at 3 p.m. Oh like yeah, pitch black. Um, and so like I would as a kid, I would go to school, you know. I would go to school, and it's dark outside, and then when I was walking back from school, it was dark outside, It's and it's black, it's like not, like it's proper black darkness at 3 p.m., um, so I think in terms of Scandinavian horror, uh, or sort of creative, you know, uh, writing and and... and And music as well. I think there's something about being surrounded in that darkness that sort of stimulates, uh, I guess, creativeness or that you you imagination and uh, like there's there's a lot to come from that. Like (laughs) the the place of that it's so such such a dark place uh, during the winter, and of of course in the summer it's the complete opposite. And it's, I mean, it's rough because when you're you go into it in December. And then you know that it's like it's two, three months, oh. you know, <laughs> of this. <laughs> I mean,
1: they, I don't think I'm not. You know, it's interesting. It might. i, I it'd be so fascinated to find out if your if your biochemistry is different because I just I think most humans are not designed to be in darkness for twenty three hours. Yeah. A
0: day. No, it's 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 crazy, and I mean Stockholm is uh, fairly south, so you know if you go up to I think it's like sort of. On the um, the third to the to the to the most southern point if yeah. you, you look at it that way and then there's two thirds more of the country maybe even more maybe it's like three quarters and if you go up f- like the furthest north of Sweden you get yeah full darkness like there's no sun at all for weeks and then in the, in the summer it's just sun <laughs> you
1: know, okay well see so, I mean, that, that balances out because you you know you think you hear about this you know this 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 dark culture where it just seems like they've just thrown a tarp over the sky for yeah. a handful and you think oh the, the people that the, the people that must exist there must be like mole people they stay inside they're tiny there. and then but swedish people are tall blue eyes, fair-skinned stunning yeah. you know it's like everyone it, it just that part doesn't add up right that part doesn't add up <laughs> yeah, yeah I, know, know. I, almost, I almost think that maybe sweden is a mythical land and right. then you're all magical beings <laughs> you must all be magical beings of some sort I yeah. mean, your entire family does everyone in your family
0: act or is it are there a couple that have um, other no powers? so uh, I have three older brothers yes and uh, Alexandra and Gustav are both actors yes um, and um, then my youngest older brother Sam is a doctor a uh-huh. medical doctor um, and then it's me and then it's my little sister mm-hmm. um, who's um uh, she's sort of nightclub, like managing a nightclub in Stockholm, and, and sort of a, or restaurant slash bar sort of thing. Um, and uh, then there's my little brother Walter, who's mm-hmm. an actor. He's five years younger than me. And then I have two, uh, like my youngest brothers, who are too young to be <laughs> to be anything at this point. I mean, They're eight or nine and, and 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 six. Got it. Or nine and five. Well, how old are they? Eight and five. Yeah. Um, and. Um, um, yeah, like it remains it remains to be seen if they want to do it. Like it's it's one of those it's a weird thing when because um, my dad hasn't been sort of actively encouraging us to pursue acting. I mean, definitely not actively encouraging us, but he he sort of encouraged, or my mom and my dad encouraged us to do whatever we wanted. So if I said like I want to be an actor, my dad was like, oh, well, sure, you know, that's. Fine, but uh, you know you need to work hard at it, and you need to uh, uh, take it seriously, and you know all these sort of advices sure. that he would that he would give me uh, if I'd say anything. You know, if like if I said that I wanted to be a whatever, he would encourage me to take it seriously and, and work hard at it. Um, and it's funny because I think he gets. Uh, uh, I think he you know he he gets a question a lot, and he he never thought that any of his kids would be actors. <laughs> like when, you know, when he first became a dad, you know, sure. it's like, I don't, I don't see any of my kids becoming actors. And, you know, how he has four out of his eight kids. <laughs>
1: and everyone's doing really well too. It yeah, like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard enough for one person from one family to succeed, but there's some sort of,
0: there's some sort of weird entertainment royalty that courses through your blood. Yeah, I, I don't know what it, it's really hard to, to, I think, uh, Come to terms, or to just justify? Like I don't know why you know. There's so, there's so many people out there that work so hard um, and, and you know really try to pursue uh, an, a career in acting, and nothing happens. And then I don't know why we're doing so well. It's it's embarrassing. I think.
1: Well, it's you know, crazy. with with it, it what's fantastic. I mean, what's really fascinating about it is that you you know you were cast really based on your performance level. I mean, there's no. You know, it's not one of those movies where like, oh, we, you know, we cast a tall, handsome Swedish man. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that character just has to be creepy as fuck. Yeah, and uh, and you don't even see the you don't even see his face. You know, you yeah. don't even see that your actual face. And uh, and so it's that's a really great role to get because you sort of have to feel like, hey, I, I really, I really just got this because I my performance was was yeah good.
0: yeah yeah. It's it, it it was a great role like that because even in the casting process. Um, there was no sort of, um, specified thing that they were looking for. I mean, Andy, the director, uh, they were looking at, you know, women read for it, like girls read for it, older guys read for it, like fat, thin, whatever. Like there's no like rule to what Pennywise would be, you know? There's no like, um, type. There was no type. There was no, he or she could be anything. It's just, you know, whatever the, uh. Sort of Andy's interpretation initially would be, um, and then I just did something that I, I guess um, sort of was in line with whatever Andy had envisioned before right, right. even started casting it. So, um, which is one of those things where it's just sort of combination of just sheer luck that he was doing it, and I sort of brought something that he had already thought of as the character. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and um, and because of that, that sort of really. Uh, was the beginning of such a great collaboration between us because whatever I brought, he responded to. And then sort of he said, you know, we, we really thought along the sort of the same lines of what the character would be. Right. So the the, the uh, character you, you see in the movie is um, sort of our, you know, sort of collaborative wor- version of what Pennywise was. And, sure. And there was really never any sort of conflicts or disputes, we were sort of on the same page throughout the whole thing, which is uh, extremely rare, I think, as for an actor. I mean, I've never... Uh, it's one of the, you know, um, uh, sort of greatest collaborations I've ever had with a, with a director before.
1: I mean, it, it's, the other great thing, too, is that I think you can never you can never be typecast as Pennywise because you just don't, you don't look like you. Right. So you, no one will ever go. Oh, it's hard for me to see that guy as anything else because he's just so much because unless you put clown makeup on, like yeah. maybe 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 you can't play other clowns. Right. But outside of that, yeah. you know, it seems like uh, it 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 really is an a, an incredibly freeing uh, type of a role because you don't it, it's you you just disappear into it in a way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It and it, 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 it is great because. I don't, you know, I mean, if we look at, I mean, this is obviously uh, without the, without a doubt the biggest thing I've ever done in terms of how the success of it and, and, and how um, um, you know, how big the movie became um, and also the, the thing that people, will you know, most people probably don't know who I am or they haven't seen any of my other works so and yeah. they go see this movie and you're right, like, I think there's, there is a uh, you know, a problem with um, um, with be- becoming a type as an actor. You know, and, and you establish yourself as one thing, and then the industry starts putting you into that type and casting you as the same sort of character over and over again. Right. Um, and uh, I think you limit yourself, and you limit your 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 the, the type of characters that you get to play. Um, so having this role as sort of my launching thing it's pretty great because it's, it's hard to typecast me as a creepy clown <laughs> over and over again, you know? Um, um, so, uh, it's, I mean, I, 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 I really think it's such a fortunate thing because I, it, it, it's, it's, it is a full transformation in a sense. The, the, the character, you know, the voice and the movement and the makeup and everything is so far away from who I am in, 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 in everyday life. Right. <laughs> um, and I just kind of want to yeah see where that takes me in terms of like I always wanted um, whenever I, I, whenever I've gotten the question of like where where do you, where do you you know envision yourself in in five or ten years or blah 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 and all these sort of uh, ridiculous questions i uh, I try not to think that far ahead at all, but I've always had even when I was you know a kid or younger and started out acting, I always wanted to like my main goal was to be able to play as many different characters as I can, yeah, and uh, and constantly challenge myself. So my goal was to be able to get work, right? Like to just be able to get work and and do things that inspired me, and to play different characters. You know, I, I think that. Um, I think that that is what's sort of one of those things that is most exhilarating for me as an actress to just really di- delve into a character and 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 uh, do that and then you move on to the next thing and it's completely different and there's completely new challenges ahead of you and to constantly test yourself like that is is wonderful.
1: Yeah, I mean I wouldn't say, I feel like a, you know a lot of people start out they think oh I just want to be super successful and they don't really think about what is it that specifically that I want to do because I think that that you know, I think there is a trap of people who just want to be famous actors, or just want to be. I just want to be like an action. I just want to be like a lead, like a male or female lead. And then you go, well, but then that's really limiting because you could just do that one thing, and at a certain point, you kind of can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But if you go into, but what you're saying is sort of really about the, the the craft and the the sort of the magic of just disappearing into characters. I mean, you. There are millions of things that you could do for years, and as you as you start to get older, it's like oh, when you're 60, you can play these types of mm-hmm. characters, I mean, and then you're not you know some aging film stars like oh, I got to put on my Spanx and go get the stunt
0: guy to jump around. Right. I and mean, that doesn't sound fun. <clears throat> no, and I mean I love um, and I think that it's the uh, it's a sad thing when you look at our industry and you see so many. Um, you know, men and women uh, who uh, sort of try to cling on to youth, right? And they've, you know, they uh, uh, surgically try to, to make things look younger and Botox and all these things as an actor. And it, to me, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like why, I mean, aging is a wonderful thing to, to do or to experience as an actor because I'm really looking forward you know, to the time when I'm 60 years old, and like I'll be able to play the lives of 60 year old men. Right. You know? And I, I, I can't do that now, but I'm looking forward to the time when I, when I, when my face and my body uh, is mature enough to take on those type of characters. And right. Um. And even the same thing of uh, you know. Uh, being 35 or you know 40 every five years uh, there will be an opening you know some doors will be shut and (laughs) and others will will open right uh uh, in terms of characters and 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 who you and who you play and and um i think that there's um i think an actor should look at aging as as and i mean i actually i think people should look at aging like that in, in life as well right that it's like this obsession with clinging on to you sure. is not healthy like aging is a is a wonderful beautiful process and um and aging like a, a, you know an a, a, an older like an aging face like a, a, an older woman or an older man's face can be so beautiful to look at i think you know the, to see the the aging process right. happening it's I don't. I don't understand this, you know, thing of trying to cling on to. to you. Well, right
1: now you're like twenty-seven.
0: Yeah. So you're like a youth billionaire. You're 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 <laughs>
1: the, you're like a ri- you're <laughs> you're rich in youth right now. And that, you know, when I was when I was your age, I used to I used to think that too. And then you and then know, you got older. <laughs> well, right before I started to hit forty, like right before I hit forty, I was like, oh fuck. I don't. I mean. I mean. I I don't. This idea of like cutting up your face. I I don't know. Like, but I wouldn't. I I, I just sort of feel like. "Eh, I guess whatever it is is going to be whatever it is. But you do feel. You you know you do sort of feel that, and it's and it's deeper than this superficial thing of going. Oh, I just look a little different. It's that. It's so tied to mortal. Not to freak you out about getting older, but it is so tied to like really understanding. Oh, I'm mortal, and there's an end point to all this shit. But when you, yeah, but you're basically dying right now, you're a time (laughs) millionaire. So you're like, but I, I do believe the way you present it that way. I believe that you are excited about it and that when you do, and I hope that when you're 60, you're like, this is the better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I, I've heard that, that, that people in their 60s from late 50s up can be the happiest times in people's lives. Right. Because they just don't. All the stresses that we have when we're younger, and all of the anxieties, and all of the—it just all, you know, for a lot of people, just goes away. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. it's a gift. We're here. It's great. Everything's great. I feel happy, and I know who I am now. It just takes that long to figure out who you are.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, for sure. I, and I, I understand. Like coming from like, you know, a twenty-seven-year-old, like, why, why are you worrying about aging? It? Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's. But it's what it is to me because I. I 27 is a weird age, uh, I think, because it's, like, one of those things where, like, for the first time, um, there's a shift when you go into sort of your late 20s, I think. Where it's, like, um, you're, like, I I did this movie um, earlier this year called Assassination Nation. It's a high school movie. And I played high school (laughs) and I knew that when I was doing that, I'm like, I play 18 and it's, you know, it's sort of a a teen movie. Um, I mean, it's much more than that, actually, but it's, you know, we're high school kids and I knew when I was doing this, I'm like, this is the last time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm like, this is, you know, this is the last, last time that I could ever play someone. And going again, you know, talking about opening doors and sh- doors shutting. Like, I'm maturing in age, but like that, like I, I knew, I had the fitting, uh, my first fitting for that. And you know, I'm 18, and it's a small American town. So like, my character is. Not only is it, like, sort of uh, f- f- in a different country that I, like, I went, I did, I went to high school in Sweden. Yeah. Uh, in a very pretentious high school where everybody sort of had smoked pipes and, like, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> had suspenders, oh, right? Oh, no. Uh, and um, so I'm, like, <laughs> small-town American high school is exotic to me. Yes. And I don't know how, what they, how they dress. And I don't know how, what an 18-year-old dresses like. So I have this fitting, and it's like, yeah, you know, and, you know, some skater things and some skater baggage thing, and there's this, there's this uh, a meme, um, like, this photo of of Steve Buscemi, who says, like, hey, what's up, kids? Do you, have you seen this? No. Um, should I, can I show you? Yeah, yeah, please. Um, because this is, um, like, I've heard a lot that, like, oh, my, my resemb- resemblance to Steve Buscemi. <laughs> which, oh, oh, wait, did Conan ask you about that? No. No, so it's just it's just a thing, and I mean, I I I, I think that like Steve Buscemi has one of my favorite faces of all time. I love <laughs> his face. Um, but anyways, um, uh, what's it? What is it like? Hey, kids or something? Um, this might be really boring for for the listeners. No, no, no.
1: I will we'll clip this out where you're looking for, uh, it, and then it'll just be right
0: there. Uh,
1: how do you do, fellow kid? Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 that's what I felt like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was, like, that type of clothes. There was, like, even, like, you know, cap backwards and, like, baggy things. And I'm, like, you know, I fe- I've never felt old before. And that's what I mean about being 27 is, like, the, for the first time, you're sort of not the youngest anymore, right? Like, no. it's a shift where you're, like, oh, like, I thought I thought I was... I'm, I'm a kid, you know? I'm always the youngest. But you literally I just kidding. stepped out of the building, like, a minute ago. And you're, like, oh, the door already closed. What the fuck? Yeah,
1: exactly. Hey, I was just, I was just in there. Like, sorry. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, you know, the whole... I was... Uh, you know the whole the entire cast I was like a senior by like five years you know and I'm like I feel old for the first time ever in this setting I feel old yeah uh, and it's one of those things where like I, mean, I think late 20s is one of those things where there is a shift of going from like young man to like old. like it, there's, there's to like adult like and it's a oh, weird yeah. thing right um, uh, and then so and there's two ways to look at that you can go like you can you look at aging as this sort of, you know, yeah, mortality thing and shit starts to happen and your body starts decaying, you know? <laughs> um, and, um, um, and I feel that as well. Like, I don't want to die, you know, it feels sure. terrible. but uh, but there's, um, uh, there's, I think there's also a way of sort of uh, looking at like, okay, I'm now, this is my time right now. Like yeah. now I'm 27, now I'm 35, now I'm 40. And like thing, doors are closing and others aren't opening and, like, your life is sort of moving, you know, moving in one direction or another, but it's changing, and the change is what's great, I think. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah,
1: and you can't – you know, it's it's so easy to keep looking back, but if you're looking back, then you're going to – you can miss the door that's going to open to something even better. Yeah. But, but, I, but I think even now they're, they're really starting to understand more about the human brain that around 25 – and I'm sure I'll be corrected on this if this is fake science – but around 25 – you know before that your brain your your identity still hasn't really i mean i don't i don't think i remember actually having with a complete self awareness until i was in my late 20s mm-hmm. maybe almost even early 30s cuz you know it's when you're younger it's always like oh then i'm going to be 16 and i'm going to drive and then i'm going to be 18 and then i'm going to be and then i'm 21 and then and then 25 I'm a quarter of a century <laughs> and then after that and then it's like 30 then 40 that you know it's like you're in yeah. that sort of weird you know uh space but you're 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 really kind of you're really like it's a magical time for you yeah your body's going to be going through a lot of changes bill
0: (laughs) (laughs) but not as much that's the difference right like up to 20 there's like but 25 yeah it's like i think the frontal cortex or whatever is still you know developing up until 25 and and you feel it like you feel it like I feel like I've gone through so many changes not physically but like like mentally over the past three four years like I I am different today than I was when I was 22 right 22 to 27 that five those five years are you are still developing and it is you are changing and you you are you get new perspectives on on things and you also find new new interests like you start reading things that you hadn't read before and all that stuff and then you're 27 and 26 and 27 is not that big of a difference, right? And 27 to 30, not that, the difference becomes less and less, Like, the body changes less and less in terms of, yeah. like, you sort of, I think your late 20s is sort of when you've figured out sort of the things that you might like, the right. clothes that you wear, the things that you're into, and that's probably going to stay very quite similar, or, or you know, Absolutely. if you, you know, if 30 to 40, it's like, it's not huge changes. And that's, I think, also what's, what is terrifying about it is, like, from 15 to 20 it's it's a lifetime of changes yes. right and 20 to 25 also a lifetime of changes and then just <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: then, and then you're like i'm done i'm good and then you're like yeah yeah well there is a you know if 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 physical puberty happens around 12 13 14 I, I really do feel like there's an emotional puberty that happens around 27, 28. Yeah. Uh, where Which is it, why people have crisis, I think, during your late 20s as well, right? Of course. You know, because 30 always sounds... You know, it, to my parents' generation, 30 was like, well, you're almost dead. Right. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. You <just laughs> two kids yeah, and a Yeah, just, just get a walker and take your teeth out and put them by the bed. But, you know, we have an extended adolescence. You know, your generation and my generation sort of has this extended, spoiled extended adolescence. But... I think right before you hit 30, you also might find that a lot... Because when you're young, you'll just sort of be friends with everyone. You're just sort of casually friends with everyone. But then in your late 20s, you start kind of forming your, your real identity... And then you'll start to, you'll start to like shed friends because you just realize I actually don't really have anything in common with those people. (laughs) And I think I want to, you start choosing, I think you start choosing your path more. Right. Or you go, I'm only going to hang out with these people because I have these interests as opposed to like, fuck it, let's all just fucking hang out. Right. That guy's uh, smoking some weird thing out of a shoe, but fuck it, you know. And then at a certain point, you're like, yeah, those people, they they just, they stay up too late. (laughs) I
0: think I just, you really do start to kind of find your own little, yeah, absolutely. But I and I think I mean, you know, again just going back to what we know about sort of the the brain's development. I mean, if we if we know for certain that, you know, your sort of cognitive reasoning is is very much still in development up to 25. Yeah. Um that poses sort of a question to how we should treat an eighteen-year-old, right? I mean, you're you're right. You have the right to vote and and not drink in this country, right? Uh, but you can die for your country, right? But like cognitively, you're not you yet, or right. you're not fully developed. Like you're, you know, and partially what's still in development is like reasoning, right? And like judgment control and all these different things that like, I mean, I uh, uh, and I because I you know um, remember. When I started going out uh, in Stockholm, you know, I was 19, 20. It's 18. The drinking age is 18 in, in, in Sweden. And I, we would go out with, like, all my friends. And we were a big group of guys, like, that I would, like, sort of uh, have pre-drinks at, like, my place. And sure. we would all, like, play music and get drunk. And, like, every night was just, like, this amazing, crazy adventure <laughs> of, like first of all like trying to get into the place was like a thing and then once you got in you were like i'm the king of the world <laughs> you know and you would drink and it was like you know one of those things where like you you can, you, you can't have those sort of party nights again you know what i mean like there's a per- certain when you're younger and everything is new for the first time and like whatever hitting on a girl is like the most exciting feeling ever there's a lot of firsts right. happening but i was also like we would get drunk and get like weirdly aggressive you know and it's also it's a weird swedish thing like you, you wouldn't know uh uh you wouldn't think that but we swedes get really aggressive when they drink um and i don't know if it's like we're so sort of polite and <laughs> and sort of blo- introverted in a sense and then like it, that we just get drunk and everything is just like everything that we're just holding in sure but I remember, anyways, that like we would go out and, you know, someone would, you know, bump into you and it was like, <laughs> you know, and there's all these sort of testosterone fucking Neanderthal brain would just, like, take control. It's your inner Viking. Yeah, oh, well. but but it, it's, you know, and, and, you know, the complete lack of judgment control, right? Like, you would get into fights or you would, uh, uh, you know, break stuff and, like, and, and, and it was just, and obviously drinking sort of alcohol has that effect on you as well. It sort of enhances this thing that... Um, uh, that but you we're also you were also in a weird place in time and then this uh, was two years ago uh, and you know I was 25 and sort of I was I was out and you know I've been partying and you know I'm on, on my way to uh, uh, like McDonald's to have like get a burger I'm by myself I'm like I'm gonna get a burger it's three in the morning I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get myself a burger I'm gonna go <laughs> fall asleep and I'm like standing in line and they're you know um, by the way this is McDonald's at in Sweden at 3 a.m. is one of the worst places you could ever be. (laughs) Why is that? Because it's just a cluster of... Like, we don't have diners, 24 diners. Oh, gotcha. So everybody goes to McDonald's to have... So it's all just drunk people. It's all drunk people, and and, and there's a lot of people who maybe have not had the greatest of nights. And it's 3 in the morning, so everybody's like, I'm, you know... There's a lot of sort of (laughs) angry drunk people (laughs) who have, you know, not, you know, sort of... uh, um, Got snubbed or whatever. It's been uh, what a terrible night they've had. But I'm standing and I'm, I'm, by, I'm by myself, and there's like you know a bunch of kids cutting line or something. And I'm like, come on, man. Like I just say something like that. And these kids are probably like between eighteen and twenty. And the guy turns around and says, like, What the fuck did you say to me? Oh no. And I'm like, I mean, I'm just, I'm like I'm standing in line here, guys. And he's like, Really? Huh? The, what you what, what what you wanna wanna you wanna go? Where all these kind of things. And I'm like. No, I'm. I'm, I want a Big Mac. (laughs) And and, and he was like, do 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 this thing. It's like you'll well, you'll see, you'll see when you once we when you go outside, you'll see. You won't be you won't be talking. Blah blah blah. blah." And there are ten of them. There are ten of them or fifteen of them. They're just an army of 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 of. Puberty, <laughs> testosterone driven, <laughs> underdeveloped brains. <laughs> and they're all full there. Full of alcohol. Yeah, full of alcohol. <laughs> and I just go like, and I think to myself, I'm like, I've been that kid. I've been you. You know, maybe not you, right, but right. I've, been, I've been like 20, and like you go out, and you, it, this starts out, the, the beginning of the night starts out with you having so much anticipation for the night and energy and like excitement, and then you. Unite, unite goes to shit or whatever, and you're just really angry and, and you want to fight or whatever it is, and I'm thinking I'm 25 and like that was you know going again about like being late 20s when you start like I've aged like I felt I felt <laughs> you like could already I, feel yeah the I felt like I'm you know only a couple of years ago I might have been you know uh, so you didn't fight the guy <laughs> no I was just like. Oh, okay. And you I, could have just grabbed him and hugged him and go. I know what you're. Yeah, what you're yeah, feeling. exactly. That's what I should have done. Let it's it out. Okay. It's okay. You'll, you'll. <laughs> hopefully, you'll grow out of this as well. <laughs> Um, and you know, and then, you know, I was like, and I started, you know, uh, and I was also drunk, but a fully developed brain being drunk. Right, so I was like, right, okay, right. so what are my options here? Bill? Yeah. You know, if there are 10 of them. You know, you're by yourself. You're going to have to go out to the McDonald's and get into a cab. Right. Are they going to jump you? Are you going to, you know, throw a punch and run? What's the best strategic? And I'm like, just my co- my frontal cortex is just trying to be as you know, you're doing all the
1: calculations. Uh, yeah, calculations yeah.
0: of how you get out of this situation, you know, in the smartest way. But I sort of remained calm and I ordered my 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 Big Mac and then I walk out and I sort of see them sort of the the guys there and they forgot about it you know they're they're probably fighting someone else or each other or each other right so so it was fine but but I remember to see I saw sort of the shift in me and the clear difference of being uh, that you know twenty something and I don't think at the time I knew about sort of the the, the, the the part of your brain that's not fully developed yet. But it, it, it clearly isn't, and I've lived through the shifts. Right. Uh, and that goes to, you know, I think that says something about, you know, and if you look at sort of people being uh, uh, drawn into whatever, it's any form of extremism, like, uh, you know, neo-Nazis or, uh, uh uh sort of r- r- religious fundamentalism like that happens a lot around that age of Kids being sort of between 18 and 25, right? Right. Um, and, uh, or petrius like this sort of like uh, uh, going to war and like all these, i'd like very sort of, it speaks to a young man's brain. Right. That maybe like, oh, there's a lot of different things here that I maybe would have taken into account if I was if you were fully, a little bit older. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it's an interesting thing if you look at it that way and like what does it say about how we should treat a judgment of. An 18-year-old. And sort of... Right. Or and, how you can use that. You can use an 18-year-old's underdeveloped, testosterone-driven brain to become an excellent soldier, for instance. Right. You know? I mean, that all of those things are qualifications that, you know... Well, the, the extremists pray... I mean, extremism, yeah.
1: like you said, extremism really preys on that because it's like they, they can really get in there. And I think if you can... You know, if 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 some of these ideas really get woven in as someone's brain hardens over it, right. Then it's very difficult to it's very difficult to undo that, right? Because it's it's almost like you know throwing a penny into wet cement, yeah, And, yeah. It just, and then yeah. it's hard. You're like, God, I get this fucking yeah. thing out of here. Yeah, I think it probably would have been helpful if you had, while you were hugging the guy, just say. I understand your brain isn't fully formed yet. Just to see if that maybe would have taken some of the tension out of yeah. the
0: situation. Yeah, exactly. That's how I should start. Just, just give me a minute. So, how old are you? Yeah. I think well, you got 20 2021. 20, right. Well, so here's what your brain is
1: doing. In a couple of years, you're going to look back on this, you're going to regret it, you're going to realize you were being silly. It almost feels like they they should just put up a uh, Cameras at a McDonald's in Sweden at three o'clock in the morning
0: and just see, just shoot a reality show. Of like oh, what, I of mean, no, but it it, it it it's so violent and bad. Like people really do get hurt. I think probably every. Every Friday, Saturday night, like it's it's a very very hostile thing, and I mean it's almost like I would recommend tourists to just like just try <laughs> just once if you ever Don't bump if you're in anybody. interested in right just just see what that's like because it's uh, it's a weird thing and and you know you learn about your own culture when once you've left it in a sense you sure. know so uh, that was just what I grew up with and you so I start you start going to McDonald's at late night well before you're you know, drinking age as well, because it's it's the only thing that's open. So um, when you're at house parties as a teenager and you end up at McDonald's and yeah, so many bad interactions. Is the menu the same
1: or are there like, are are there like Swedish faves?
0: I think it's the same, but it's, um, it's better because it's like, they, I think they, they it's all, like, Swedish-produced stuff, got so it, got it. Uh, it's they just have higher demands on what like sure. what the, the products need to be or whatever. I, so there's
1: not anything like, oh, and you can get a basket of fish faces at McDonald's. That's <laughs> <laughs>
0: look weird, look no, weird. it's
1: just okay. it's a regular quarter pounder. What? Oh, this is great. You just eat the faces. Uh, I, so just you, hearing you say, like, you've learned so much about your culture when you come away from it, I'm fascinated to because I, I feel like you you have a leg firmly planted in each culture because you've spent a lot of time in the states. Yeah. Um, how do you view the United States and, or how do you, you know, sort of I, not that every 350 million people here, so it's not like everyone's like yeah, America. That seems right. to be the loudest voice a lot of the time but what is the how how do you define swedish culture like when you sort of look at it what is the vibe or feeling that you get or a couple of words that you that kind of make you stand how do you caricaturize swedish culture um
0: i think for someone who's like never ever thought about sweden ever (laughs) it's (laughs) like i think maybe because i spend a lot of time in toronto in canada gotcha I think there's similarities to Canadians and Swedes, in a sense, or at least for an American that's sort of, you know, never left America or whatever. If they think of, like, Swedes tend to be uh, very polite uh, in the same way that we would think of, you know, Americans think sort of of Canadians. Apologetic and polite. Sure. um, And um, uh, it's extremely organized and extremely regulated. And, like, there's rules and people follow rules. And you're not... You're not supposed to stand out. You're not supposed to be, you know, overly loud. You should be. You should be humble and modest and and, and polite. (laughs) I'm just laughing because it's just it's everything that
1: everything
0: that we're. we're (laughs) I know. It's like here. It's like stand out. Right. Be loud if you have to. No, but it really is. Yeah. And you know, there's uh, there's this you know thing that's sort of well known for. Uh, Europeans is that you can always spot an American in any restaurants because you can hear them. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And, and, uh, you know, if you travel around, it's just like, well, well, I don't want that well, won't you? And it's just like, uh, uh, he's American. And you can spot Canadians because they have the same accents, but they're not as loud. It's it's amazing, right? Um, but uh, but but I think that's very Swedish, and, and and so partially like leaving that and coming to America, I find liberating. That here it's like you're you're allowed to be loud, you know. You're allowed to to stand out and be sort of um, um, doing your own thing is encouraged here. It's right. Like, good for you. Go good for you. Like that. That actually means something here. You yeah. know, There's a lot of like great job good for you and in Sweden if like if you do something uh, that's to stand out or you, you you know it's like well just don't do it too much right like that's the first thing you know like don't stand out too much sort of good for you but right. also yeah, yeah. take so, it yeah, down a notch yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of good for you but uh, who the hell do you think you are <laughs> take it
1: down and not right. Sweden
0: take it down a yeah, much. yeah, no, but it really is and um, um, you know I think America is maybe exactly what you are saying it's on the extreme other end of it sure and, um, and you know, there's there's a lot of uh, uh, lessons to be taught with the sort of Swedish thing. It's called "jant" the in Sweden. In Swedish, it's like th- it's a name for this thing that you shouldn't stand out. So, like if you you shouldn't buy, like if you just take the example of um, um, sort of uh, you know suburban houses. Yeah. Uh, if you make more money than me, you're my neighbor. Don't buy in a, a very expensive car, right? Like right. buy the Volvo, the family car. <laughs> and it, it doesn't, and so like, and like, you know, have a modestly renovated house. And even if you're making like big money, never show that you're making big money. Right. Right. Uh, so you, you should, you sh- you're supposed to sort of, you know, yeah, my neighbor and we're, we sort of have the same car, you know, it's like that, that, that's kind of where the bar should be. And I think here it's sort of the opposite. It's like, make sure that you have, a, you know, <laughs> bigger or fancier Talk car you than everyone. or you know it's like oh do you just uh i just renovated i just got a pool and you know yeah. it's like this kind of thing and yeah it's sort of encouraged this sort of consumerism and like you know oh yeah and and um so and there's great things coming from it's sort of this social democratic perspective of like everybody should sort of be you know equal and you shouldn't sort of compete and everybody should take care of each other and it's better if like if it's a better it's better if everybody's sort of on the same level here as opposed to like bragging about money where other people might not have it and yeah it's, so that is why we have it it's ingrained in our culture and 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 sort of in our way of looking at the world is God it's so nice though it is nice and it it really is and I mean that's why I think being brought up in Sweden is is so so uh, it's such a gift for 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 someone. To not only like for my future kids, I, like I really want them to 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 go to school in Sweden and kind of get that, you know, it it, it it's a very good place to 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 learn your values right. and and sort of get a a, a good a good start yeah. in life of how you judge people and how you look at the world. Um, and uh, um, yeah, I'm very thankful for that. You know. Yeah, I mean
1: this this sort of the, this extension of the, like, this kind of hyper capitalism in America, and it's not. I'm not against it. it. It's just, you know, it actually does teach us, like, hey, just good for you. You can do what you want. That's good. Yeah. Really, really focus on what you're passionate about. I mean, that's everything that I've ever encouraged people to do is focus on what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. The problem with, like, this type of hyper capitalism is that if you're so, 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 so into your own thing or so much trying to make your own mark, sometimes I think. When everyone's doing that, they're not connecting with each other. Like, they're not coming together necessarily for any reason because they're so into their own thing that it... Like, a nice balance of the two would be nice, Mm -hmm. okay? It's okay to have a nice car, but not at the expense of, you know, something. It's like, you know, not... It's all me and fuck everyone else, you know. And uh,
0: and unfortunately, social media completely encourages, yeah,
1: (laughs) completely encourages. Yeah, and 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 it's
0: strange because um, I think this is also a thing that that maybe Americans don't realize as much as as I guess just (laughs) non-Americans because uh, so the American culture is has completely taken over the world, right? So, um, you know. Sometimes I get questions from Americans like, "What do what you, uh, what do what are you guys watching in Sweden?" I'm like, "What do you think? <laughs> Game, Game of Thrones." Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, or um, or the Avengers, or whatever right. it is. Like it's the same thing. Right? It's exactly the same thing. Or like, I mean, uh, uh, Handmaiden's Tale. Like right. every show that's huge is huge in Sweden. Right. Um, so the culture. And I think the, it's the shift has been sort of during my lifetime, actually. So like, um, I'm born 1990, yeah. And like in 1990, there was much more sort of uh, globalization hadn't gone to this to right. the, the extent yet. Still I mean, just barely pre-internet, though. yeah. Just yeah. like a couple years before internet. Um, and you know those the only like 1990 to 2000 was a massive change, and then. 2000 to 2010 even more so it's just constantly changing quicker and quicker but so swedish people um not only do like like 12 year old swedish kids speak fluent english at this at this point i mean it's truly a bilingual country yeah um uh whereas like an 80 year old might not speak good english at all right a 12 year old certainly does and a 12 year old plays world of warcraft and chats and mm-hmm. like you know uh, Call of Duty and they talk they speak English to their things and they're you know they're, or they whatever kids do they do make YouTube videos <laughs> of themselves playing these kids, the whatever they're doing uh, but it's true because yeah. like I've, I don't know it's happening so quickly that even five years like I don't it's like every five years is a, is a brand new generation I find you know like yeah. because like like I went to high school without iPhones and then iPhones came and then Instagram came I mean it's just like this whole thing but but anyways, my point is that, that Sweden has, the past 10, 15 years, uh, rapidly sort of went gone towards a more American model in not only politics but sort of in sensibility and things of – or just how we view the world politically and, um, um, and how it's changing because America has such an overpowering influence on all of the world. Yeah. And it's just becoming – it's just becoming like the difference uh, – it's its like it's really hard to sort of dis- distinguish what is one place and, and another uh, right. in terms of the borders. And uh, Americans don't realize it because Sweden is not <laughs> sort of uh, uh, influencing Americans uh, all that much. But Americans – and like to me it feels like almost it's just becoming a mishmash and like in 20 years – for 30 years like english will be a completely bilingual language probably in most
1: of europe maybe this is your mission is to is to bring sweden to america you need to bring some swedish ideals to america Calm some of the shit down here. Right. Just yeah. calm That's down. what
0: Bernie Sanders tried to do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring Sweden to America. This is what I would like to do. Uh, uh, but, it's, it, but it's interesting. Like, I don't know. Like, just, get the Volvo. Yeah, just get the Volvo. Just get the Volvo. Just get the Volvo. was a pretty good one. <laughs> just get the Volvo. Just get the Volvo. But I
1: but I, you know I think it just it, it's, it's kind of interesting to see where this ca- the conversation's gone because we were talking about what happens in your youth and how your brain forms and then we started speaking culturally and it made me realize... That in the, you know, in the sort of um, schoolyard of the world, America is still kind of a young country, almost kind of a teenager, maybe getting into like 20, 21, 22 years old. So, you know, maybe America's brain is still forming, our prefrontal cortex is still forming, and so that's why we're... That's why we're like this. Yeah, you know? yeah it's yeah. like and maybe in a in a hundred years we'll be like, oh boy, sorry about that shit. Area. We were, you know, we we had a good time no You know, we fuck. You know, we yeah. It's, so America's basically the drunk guy that wants to fight you in the dark Yeah, 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 yeah. But soon, you that's know, that's funny. Yes. You want to go, bro? Come on, bro, 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 bro. America, nuclear you know, weapons, America. You want to go, bro? Lado, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. can you explain to me? In uh, uh, I, I, because I don't actually know what the pronunciation is, but the um, the 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 diacritical ring that's over the A, which is its own separate letter, is correct. That's in your last name. The little I I, is it called an umlaut? Or that... umlauts the two dots. That's just a, the little circle I, is like I, I, I don't know I, what the I, name I, is. I, I think it's, it's just, just a, it's a diacritic. I, yeah, it's, uh, that's what it's called. Yeah. Well, a diacritic is any kind of a you know like when you hold a letter down on your on the phone yeah, and you and get you all get these the versions. Yeah, you get all these things. Yeah. It's just basically it changes the value of it changes the sonic value of the um, the the vowel. Yeah. But I don't. Is it? Uh, it does it hold out the a sound? How is oh, so- it actually pronounced?
0: So a with two dots over it is, is an umlaut. Ah. Yeah. Okay. And then the a with one dot over it, which my last name yeah. has, is o. Oh. O. O. Oh. O. Yeah. I oh. have a feeling I can't. So it, which is uh, so kind it's, of because ah is easy for Americans. It's sure. so just like ah, yeah. it's just like a note. Uh, but o oh is harder, and the hardest one is uh, ah, yeah, which, which is o oh, with two dots over it. Oh yeah, I can't. Um, say that. So th- those are the three vowels that we have that you don't and. So, my last name in Swedish would be Skarsgård. Got it. Uh, But but here in America,
1: Skarsgård! (laughs) Skarsgård! Hey there, (laughs) Skarsgård! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, was it... uh, you, I mean, you're very forgiving. You're very forgiving about just going. I can't bother to correct everyone every fucking time. It's just impossible. No, but
0: Skarsgård The guard is fine. I mean, that's how I say it here. You know. Yeah. Like, I, I think it would be annoying if I would just try to like, no, go odd. <laughs> um, it's guards. please. God. please God. Respect my uh, yeah. uh, Mr. Scorch Mr. Scotch Um, um, and it sounds. It sounds fun. It's it's like a. It, it's like a pirate thing.
1: Skarskr Skurs. Like <laughs> you have the perfect name for talk like a pirate day. Yeah, like when we the... do talk like a pirate day, it's Skarsgar <laughs> Skarsg. Skarsgard the pirate. Yeah, exactly. He's twenty seven now, he doesn't like to fight like he used to because he's really become reflective. Yeah, maybe we don't chase the treasure. We let the treasure come to us. That's how we do it. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's exciting to hear so I mean it, I mean, I guess I'm considerably older than you are, but it's nice to hear someone, you know, speak positively and favorably about, about the passage of time and the coming of age and the, and the excitement. I mean, hearing young people be excited about something other than their Instagram feed is really refreshing to me. I mean, it's, it, and it really, uh, I know that's out there. We just see so much of the world as reflected through the digital age, But it is, but it is, because there was a guy last night in my fucking hotel, and I'm not a physical confrontation person, but I wanted to grab this guy's man bun and beat his face against the wall, and it activated something very deep in me that I think just goes back to being bullied by douchebags when I was younger. right. But he wasn't even a big guy, but we were in line for the, I was in the lobby of my hotel, and I just, I had to pee so bad I didn't want to go up to my room. So I was like, I'll just go in the... And the, the, the there was a, the guy was in front of me. The back of his head was shaved, but he had a man bun. Mm. He was probably about your age, and he was talking to this girl. And I couldn't tell if they were in line. I was like, "Are you in line for the bathroom?" He's like, "Hey, bro, you know, just I'm just doing something here." And then it was like one of those. And he was giving her these shitty, cheesy, like, "Yeah, I think we should." To-. He was like, "Just like he, he, clear." I thought they were a couple, but it was clear he was just hitting on her uh, in the bathroom line. And it was fucking working, and it would really hurt my soul. And he was just one of these guys. He was drunk, and it was exactly what you were talking about. Maybe his brain hadn't formed yet. But he was kind of talking out loud to everyone in the line. He was just sort of holding court. He was like, this line's so long, I might just go piss over in the corner. And I just want to be like, would you fucking shut up? I just wanted to, like, is this man bun like an off? Can I just twist it off? Does this shut you (laughs) off? Yeah, I just want to power this guy down. But he was just so much of that... That energy, that yeah. douchey energy, yeah. that, uh, that it, it, it really created rage. And I, I wish I had had the perspective that you had, like, well... Okay, I can see me. I, I just it, for me I just felt pure hatred right. and there was definitely a generational gap.
0: Yeah. Well, this uh, I think I would have felt similarly <laughs> 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 in, 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 even being you know his generation. I just wanted this girl to say to him like
1: fuck up. like yeah. I just wanted to say even what talking fuck to do you this think guy. Thank you. Are? <laughs> you're you're encouraging this. This is why he's allowed to thrive. Yeah, Stop but it, I mean it. It, but
0: it even cuz it is like the the whole sort of, you know, the prefrontal cortex development I mean there's also like the president of this country who never went to that face <laughs> <laughs> so like so the prefrontal cortex is still farming yeah, yeah or <laughs> never or well yeah it just fell off course at some point I shit it out yeah. I didn't need it anymore yeah, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. shit it out
1: sad <laughs> <laughs> prefrontal cortex it down the toilet sad yeah, yeah. L- <laughs> <laughs> loser Loser. <laughs> Trump's standing over a toilet looking at his pre cortex and shouting and flushing as he said, loser yeah, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> pre cortex, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so I don't know, man, but it is I, I think I like to think of like I uh like one of my best friends, uh, uh landed in Liberon who was on uh uh Hemlock Rover. Oh yeah, today. yeah, I know Hemlock Rover. Uh and he um uh he you know he's one of those guys he he, he says a lot about like he's a r- r- very like a romantic guy and always just goes like oh, man like, we would just, you know sort of uh, sp- we spend so much time up in Toronto together and we he would we just go like oh, man like it's just not what it used to be you know a <laughs> like, time like you know like, he he's 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 like a, a really old man stuck in sure. this uh, handsome twenty five uh, year old's body but he you know he he's like collects vinyls and wear like old brown clothes right yes of course <laughs> and he's like and he like oh, you know it used to be like in the 60s like when you bought a record and you know that record meant <laughs> the
1: <this."> 60s <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why is that funny?
1: <laughs> because it's just it, t- t- having someone reminisce about a time they never lived in is right, so right, funny to right. me.
0: But even or even like you know, before, like you wrote letters to yeah. someone you liked. I mean, there's so much time t- we can look at. Yeah. and be like,
1: I think it was, it's great that he appreciates those things. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, uh, and you know whatever, and it's like. Uh you know it's just, it's just now we're just, and he just kind of shits on all like all you know over our time the time we're living in and it's just sort of this vein and nothing means anything anymore and you don't really pay attention to anything anymore right yeah. it's like you, you have 15 seconds and so that's about it and then you I'll, I'll move on to the next thing and there's sort of an idea that you know before uh, you know uh, in the past people sort of cherish moments more and all this stuff oh sure like and it, all of it is valid points um but sort of, and I think that's also part of. I mean, that's a part of every young generation. I think is just always kind of like, I mean, people in the you know, this is always like, well, it used to be better, man. Our time sucks. It's kind of this like, right thing that uh, uh, I think every generation sort of feel. Um, well, I'm sure even like in the industrial revolution, like yeah. these,
1: these buildings, I can't but just. Shits concrete's dumb. <laughs> Why can't we just have thatched roofs? Farms, man. Farms, man. We <laughs> get the farms. What are these, <laughs> man, these things with wheels. What's wrong with a horse? Yeah. What do we have to improve on yeah. that, man? Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: um, like Industrial Revolution hipsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, I, but, but and, I, and I'm like, I, like of, of all the shit that's going on in the world today, I think we live like Everyone who, who is alive right now live in the most spectacular, interesting time oh, of yeah. all time. Sure. And just pause for a moment and think about that, right? So, you know, we've human evolution has been going on since the birth of life, right? right. We've been evolving for, you know, millions and millions and millions of years. And he, oh, Homo sapiens has been around for what, like 150,000 years? Just a smidgen. Just a little smidgen. Yeah. But it's 150,000 years of potential lives, right, in history and, yeah. and, 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 and you know, 10,000 years of agriculture and civilization. And now might be the most interesting time <laughs> to ever be alive in the history of mankind. Yes. I mean, and it's you can make a, it's a strong point, like, even the fact that, like you know and, it, and maybe it will be the best time ever to be a human like maybe my, our my children will have you know curfews and like they can only use electricity between this like i don't know where the or the purge right <laughs> yeah. but but uh, uh and it it is changing but even the, the change even the the imminent sort of disaster is exciting to live through <laughs> you know what i mean like 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 feel alive but it is like i don't know it's just uh like uh I'm slashly like there's just like this I'm so terrified and intrigued at the same time about everything that's going on sure. you know um, and but just a little thing like this like flying right like flying to like flying into from New York or from LA to Stockholm to go to my like a, a, the premiere and I was there for two days and then I flew to Boston and then I worked in, in Boston and it's like like I, I can be in three continents in, in two days yeah so. And it doesn't even cost that much to fly, right? Like it's everybody can sort of afford it. If you right. have a job, you can you can get a ticket for like back and forth to New York, Sweden. Three hundred and fifty dollars. Right. I mean it's not even it's like one it's like it's not even like and I'm thinking about that. I'm like this like fifty years ago that was not the case. Like only really rich people got to fly. Right. And a hundred years ago airplanes weren't around. I mean it's <laughs> and Spotify. Like I have I have I have every music that's ever been made at the you know the tips on my fingers, and
1: it's still hard to decide what to listen to. God, it's even
0: harder, right? What or like is? you know Netflix or or FilmStruck, where or, or like you know all these different things, where uh, um, or like you can I can get any book and I can read it on my phone at any given time. It's it's we re- really live in like if any if you would explain if. If we would, you know, just have a you know a phone call, a line, it's like, hey, there's uh you know Bob from 1901 uh, here. Hello. And he just goes, hey, say, what's going on over there? <laughs> and he just goes, like, you know, and you just explain to him like what's what your deal is. Like, well, no, we don't, no, we don't use, we don't write letters. You, you, you. FaceTime with your girlfriend.
1: I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. What do you mean? Like, I know you—you like, wouldn't even really have the reference points to be able to explain to right. him what it was.
0: But could you imagine? Like, oh, and he's—you know—he's—he's off—he's off to war, or he's—you uh, 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 know—he's away on work for months, and like every other week, he gets a little letter from his girlfriend or wife or whatever. And you're like, no, no, no I like, I, I, literally see my girlfriend all the t- every time. What I want to in a little screen. Yeah, but- and we could have sex. <laughs> like, it's just how, like, just t- I think if anything, sort of people or, or my generation or younger generations, just pause for a second and think like, you might be alive. The most uh, privileged time, and I mean, if you look statistically, without a doubt, doubt, oh, there's no question of all time that's ever been. I mean, yes, yes. Like, so, just pause and think about that for a second. Not not only are you around to to be a thing, which is like miraculous, you're also around to be a thing in the best time of all time. It is is pretty, I mean, but but trying to imagine how to explain to that guy in 1901, it's like, the internet is like
1: an infinite Sears catalog (laughs) (laughs) with sex stuff. (laughs) Like, how would you explain a meme to someone, or how would you explain, or what would would that guy's version of a hipster be like? Uh, Records? Ah, all the cool kids are still listening to wax cylinders, you know? Like, there's no way... I, I, I would be. I feel like it would be difficult to even have, like I said, the reference points for that person to understand yeah. how localized the world has been. And, and now they're even, you know, now they're even talking about, um, oh, rockets could take you anywhere in thirty minutes around the globe. Right. You just kind of go into the lower atmosphere, and then right. you know, you kind of parabolically go up and then down, yeah. and then thirty minutes. In. And if that happens, then it's then it, it, it basically. It will will become just a true uh, interconnected local species. Yeah. yeah. But it is it, 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 it is <laughs> yeah. it is it is crazy and and uh, and also sad how spoiled we get how fast you know I think Louis C.K. had a had a bit about um, you know someone complaining about the internet on the plane you're like they didn't have this a couple years ago. What the yeah. fuck is your yeah. problem? I
0: love his whole bit about just being in an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. And you're flying. <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting in a chair. <laughs> Thirty thousand feet in the air, flying. I mean, we do take we do take it for granted. We do take. We do, and for but 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 it's also, and I think that it's 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 also one of the you know the the lesson to be learned as well is like, you know, because you can you can look ahead, sort of envision in a future where it's like what well, it just keeps on getting better and better, and like yeah, like we solve all these big issues, and like cancer is cured and and or solved, and and, and global warming is you know solved and starvation is gone and like there's there's there is like there is the future the possible future where that this time is not the best time ever right it's like oh well you know if we can get a phone to someone a hundred years from now the, we would go like
1: um, what really
0: <laughs> you know what i mean and that is the trajectory that you want right like that so yeah. from 19 you know 17 until today if you would explain live to one of those people uh, they would probably be extremely envious to everything that you have available to you at any given time, and um, I think the lesson to be learned is like because I I had there, there's you know my worry is that we just we're just I mean we're we're borrowing things now it's just like we're borrowing the the you know we're borrowing the environment oh, like yeah. we're just like this is just like we're we're in debt oh yeah you know, environment like fl- like flying being in three different continents in two days it's just you're borrowing time and oh, suffering for always so, and always. and and like and and you know there's so many things in like uh, you know sort of how much we consume and and, and 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 like um the fact that we are able to sort of in the western world live the way we do and spend the way we do and all these different things and The worry is that like, yeah, we're maybe not – we're not maybe going to be paying back that debt but like that our children will or our grandchildren will uh, in a major way. And like how will they look at us? How will they look at us being the most privileged people to ever live uh, in the most privileged time of all time? just being like <laughs> and then just like immature you know prematured
1: parental frontal cortex idiots I mean I the, think in a hundred years they'll be like man they had water <laughs> Right? <laughs> Those fuckers had water. They didn't even appreciate it. Right? Now, yeah. we're just fucking Mad Max Fury right. Road. Yeah, yeah. They know, were that? pissing in fine drinking water. <laughs> they were pissing they were in water. Pissing in water. <laughs> That's how much water they had. <laughs> fucking idiot! Uh, I mean, like we we constantly like one of the things about about being younger is you're constantly. I I feel like we're always just going fuck you older self because we're constantly writing checks and we're like someday I'll pay this off later or someday yeah. the cultural pay this off later. I don't know when. I don't know how. But hopefully it'll work out. Yeah, my I'm not my, really my friend about it too much.
0: <laughs> my friend uses that a lot. He's like, that's uh, that's future me's problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> have to worry about that right now. It's, and future yeah. me's going to be like, what a fucking yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah. young me was. Yeah, yeah. Or no, not even. It's like paying your rent or whatever. It is it's like. What a dick! You know, two days ago me was to me. You know, it's like <laughs> like an hour ago, right? Yeah. What was he thinking? Or like drunk me? How many? How many times haven't we thought like go fuck yourself, drunk me? Yeah, seriously. I'm stop? St- I'm here now with the hangover <laughs> and all me. the yeah and all the or it's like the difference
1: between daytime Swedes and nighttime Swedes. <laughs> oh, like very
0: daytime, nighttime. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I have to tell ta- you. Uh, there's two more things I wanted to ask you about. Number one, uh, the Castle Rock, which I'm very excited about. But I, I was going to... I meant to tell you when I saw you at Conan... And great job on Conan, by the way. Oh, thanks did you, did you, man. You, I was
0: so flattered that you mentioned me and like I, the whole thing was so surreal oh, to me. Oh, come on. It and was, I was like, oh, just, we, just me. He knows we, I exist. Of That's course so I. Had, we had
1: just seen that we had just been to the premiere yeah. and my wife, oh god. This was the, I'm going to preface this story by telling you everything worked out fine. This the thing that happened it's all fine. But I had I had a, a something happened at the premiere that as much as I lo- was loving the movie, I felt so, I was so crushed with guilt. So you know how they had all the, they had all those people in their raincoats holding the balloons? Yeah. And so their backs were to the red carpet, so you would walk around the people and then you would do the red carpet. And then my wife and I were, you know, they were like, let's take singles, let's take pictures of singles. This red carpet's the most surreal experience ever, and Yeah, I will never get used to it. But they're taking single pictures of my wife and single pictures of me, and then and so one of the people in the, in the yellow raincoat just lays down in between us yeah. and so I think we go to a lot of horror things we go to a lot of horror mazes horror you know, theme parks and stuff so I just think oh this is part of this is a crazy thing that they're doing yeah. like all these people are going to lay down still holding the balloon in his hand just staring upward just sort of you know dead eyed and uh, so I think, oh, he's playing around. So I start standing over, and I'm like, hey, you know, I have my balloon. I brought a red balloon. Right. Like, making faces. We're taking pictures. And my wife goes, it's, you think he's okay? And I completely shut her down. I go, he's fine. It's part of the thing. Don't ru-. Like, I don't want her to ruin his the- this, right. the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't ruin the bit. Yeah, he's yeah. still, you know. And then after a minute, it's like, oh, he's not moving. And so security comes over. The, this kid had complete heat exhaustion. And they had to, like, take him away. Oh my! like, how old is this kid? Probably 20, I don't know, 18, 19, 20. Because they were, they, were, they were small, right? Well, the, or, yeah, yeah, they were smaller, but he wasn't, like, a child. Right, yeah. He was late teens, early yeah. 20s, from what I could tell. And I, the entire movie, just could not stop thinking, like this poor person this poor person was in trouble I was because the fu- because I was being a fucking asshole because there were cameras there I thought it was a bit my wife tried to help him but I was, I was like he's fine Right. and then they came over and they helped it, ultimately they got him you know like they rehydrated he was okay I guess this. I kept checking all night on him right. and they said he hadn't eaten all day he was in these really hot clothes right. and he just hadn't had any water so uh so we ended up being fine. But it was it was such a surreal thing that happened that I didn't know that I just the whole time I was like, Oh, this poor this guy's <laughs> gonna die and I didn't know and it was like you were fault. like hey,
0: take a selfie <laughs> hey, look, look at this guy I got a balloon too yeah.
1: oh. And it and it just it, it, it made me realize that my default setting of like, hey, we're all fucking clowning around here, right. maybe not always the best default setting for yeah, situations. Yeah. Oh but it was, not, it was not part of the premiere at all. But the movie was so beyond, you know. And, and it's a very hard balance because people... Because you have the book, and then you have the miniseries, and then this new thing. And uh, reboots don't always go great. But this... You know, what I said to people after I saw it was, it's so amazing, it's so much its own thing, you can absolutely still have the other experiences, and then this is just a really separate, beautiful experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's. It was, it was one of those... It's a, it was a weird thing, because when we were shooting the movie, um, you know, you have to understand that this is uh, such a uh, terrifying undertaking for me, uh, like, getting the job, just like, oh, wow, no, oh, my God, because, like, I, I knew that there was an, it was a very highly anticipated, like, the, the, the series like, traumatized Sweden, like, uh, (laughs) like, so many, like, (laughs) my girlfriend's a little bit older than me, and, like, uh, like, all of, like, they're, like, that movie, just, like, that was the movie that everybody talked about, um, so... Uh, it spread all the way to Sweden in yeah. a major way and it, it was such a big thing and the anticipation for the remake was huge um, and uh, uh, when we were doing it, and so so I was doing, doing. there was points you know the first step was just like okay focus to get the job right it was a whole process of right. booking it and then once I booked it I'm like I got the job whoa no <laughs> like what do I do now like it's sort of in the same like yeah
1: Oh, then it just sets in the gravity of, uh, yeah, of like responsibility. oh
0: you're gonna be butchered <laughs> you're gonna destroy like all these people of, you know and you fooled andy and tr- trusting you and you're just gonna let everybody down and you know all these different sort of uh, creeping little fears that, sure. that that strangle you at night and I um uh, but when we were doing it and you know there was I had my way of sort of dealing with that, and sort of putting that all of that. I had to put all of that aside and just being like, "Bill, make the clown that you would want to see," you know. Yeah, and that, like,
1: oh and that my was God, that needs to be your Twitter bio, right? But that,
0: <laughs> but that was really what I felt. I'm like, there's going to be people who hate you uh, and hate your performance, but there might be people that love your performance and sure. do it for them and do it for them alone, and don't care about what other people might think of you and 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 do like what if i was sitting in in the theater what would i respond to like that make you know for the the people in the audience who are like me you know and make it for them sort of a thing you know and i think that's ultimately the lesson of any art that you do it's like do it do it so that you'd like it or do it so that you'd be proud of it yeah and then if someone goes like oh that's shit you can go well, we're in different opinions then. <laughs> <laughs> no, my opinions are facts. Right. So My like, opinions are facts. Uh, so like, and, and, and that's sort of like, all right, so if you make a job where you can go like, yeah, that's that's sort of what I wanted it to be. And then someone goes, that's shit. And you can go, oh, well, I agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that's, and there's strength in that and confidence in that. But anyways, when we were doing it, there was like, you know, there's, I've, I've been working as an actor for Eighteen years. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So um, uh, I did my first thing when I was uh, nine, Damn. and um, I've been on so many different film sets and so many different uh, uh, TV shows and you know um, or crews, I mean, in, on different parts of the world. And you, you, there's an energy to it. There's different energies, and you can sort of sense. Uh, the collective energy of what you're doing. Sometimes it's very much like clocking in, clocking out. You yeah. feel people are like it's just a job. Because crew members, they they work. They don't really care. I right. mean, there's they work every on different they're, they're projects. They're a job. They're not, and yeah. if the movie's shit, they still get paid. I mean, it's right. uh, it, the crew members. Uh, the, the entire crew is like they. You know, it's a job for them. Uh, and then at times you can feel an energy. of like oh, the crew. Like everybody part of this crew here feels we're making something and people yeah. are a little bit more excited about this thing than 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 maybe uh they're they you know they they are on on, on any other project and i was doing this and we were shooting it and with the kids and everything and i did feel this energy it was like we're creating a beast here like there's something that's sort of fig- that's clicking yeah um but i'd never said it i couldn't i'm like if i'm if i say that what we're doing here is something that's really working it's like I, I was just I was literally waiting for the crash like I was waiting like things were going really well and the energy and what we were doing and the excitement and like I said the crew members were like wow like this is so special like we're doing something special we're making something special here and I felt that, but I couldn't accept it because I was f- afraid that I was going to jinx everything. Well, yeah,
1: and it's not even—it's not even so much. It, I don't even think it's so much about jinxing as it is once you become aware that something is special. It's almost like your brain operates in a different place, and you're not present anymore. And it's—it's like, yeah. it's just that's a, that's an interesting—that's a really interesting skill to learn. Which is to be present when you are when your body is telling you like oh
0: look at this or like no I can't go out and look at it from that point of view right. I just have to be oh, I have to be in it absolutely I mean and when you're doing it you you are but it's it was also post like after we had done it after we were wrapped and yeah. after like uh, um, uh, you know um, yeah all my work was done and, and it was still this I was like I, I think and I saw uh, uh, you know first cut of the movie and I'm like I. I think it really works, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I don't know, you know, like, I just, I I, I was just sort of always waiting for that, for that, uh, that really big bad to happen, or, right. you know, it, it, it can't be, it can't work, you know, so, so, it was just a weird thing, and then once it came out, and people really liked it so much, it was like... Oh, well, oh, good. All right, like <laughs> I can it's, let uh, all that go. Yeah, it's like fine. Oh, you know, oh, I'm so happy. And I, and I, I do think that, like you said, it's it's such a testament to to Andy and Barbara. You know, um, and everyone who everyone who who was involved in, in making this film, um, you know, from the uh, 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 the prosthetics and the costume design and everything, um, that like. It's so hard to do this, to make something, to make a remake or a new adaptation of something that is so culturally, uh, you know, people have such a clear thing of what it is. And right. what Pennywise was, not only from the book, but from Tim Carrey's performance, and it's such an iconic thing already. Right. And to redo it, it I mean, it's it almost always fails, right? <laughs> it almost it, always
1: does. It really does, because you, there are some things where you just go yeah they didn't really need to remake that it was fine the first right. time but i think you can really tell the difference between something that's remade because a marketing person said we should remake this and something that's remade because someone says i have a very specific unique vision for this that i think is special <clears throat> like the, the coming it from a creative side cuz it really was it really was its own world and even i was talking to Finn Wolfhard about it at the premiere and he said, yeah, they encouraged us all. Because I said, the thing that fascinated me so much is that, first of all, ton of F bombs from 13 year olds, which is great. Yeah. But I said, That's how they talk. That's how they talk. <laughs> yeah. I go, you guys talked how I talked when I was a kid. There was nothing that felt scripted about it. Right. And he said, yeah, you know, they made us all hang out together and we all actually became friends and, and we got to play around and riff around a lot. And yeah. so I was like, yeah, I you know, I was the kid that was making 30 dick jokes a minute right. around my friends. Yeah. And so I really. Even just from even if it was just that, right? I would have felt like, oh, this movie is incredibly yeah. authentic. So there was an authenticity to it. Yeah. And honestly, the best movie villains don't jump out always and go, Rawr, "I'm all scary." Right. It's the ones where you can feel that there's an emptiness in them that you can't reason with or touch. Right? That it's just like you can't you cannot control this thing yeah. this thing is going to keep coming for you no matter what because it doesn't, it won't reason with right. you yeah. in any way yeah. but it. But from top to bottom you guys did such an incredible job and, and now I'm excited to you know, it, at the premiere when people, because Seth Green was sitting next to us and he was like man, he goes, yo, where do you think this is going to go? Like, what do you think? Yeah. Like people are already
0: talking about the next movie, right?
1: Which is, you know, that's a big deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a huge uh, challenge. And I, I mean, it, just cause I, I want to, you know, even give more credit also to, to, to Andy in how he, uh, treated and worked with the kids. Um, and I think it's a lesson for, you know, it's sort of how I was brought up. And I think it's a lesson for anyone who has kids. It's, he always treated them with respect and treated them like any other actor. Sure. So, um, uh, he, at whatever they had to say, he listened and he made sure to listen to them. You know, what, what's your idea? You know, uh, and, and, and he encouraged them to, to express themselves, express what they thought about the scene and give them, he really enforced like their sort of confidence in, 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 in performing. And, um, in return, these kids were not kids surrounded by adults. They were actors, right. surrounded by by their peers in right. a sense, and 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 the kids, you know, they were so free. There was no, you know, hierarchy of like they couldn't do or say anything. They were. You know, uh, um, Jack Grazer was doing Bill Cosby impersonations. Yeah. You know, and like off, like between takes. Oh, that's amazing. Just, he just I mean, he's such, like a little comedic genius, I think. Yeah. But there was like, they were allowed to be f- who they are fully. Right. You know, there was no like, oh, you can't say that or you can't do this. They were being kids. And within that, um, they could, their true potential can really shine through. Yeah. Um, and, um, um you know, it was. I don't think it was for them, You know, and you know, they're 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 all going to have, I think, really great careers ahead of them, and they're going to see that there's going to be a lot of uh, different productions where it's not like that, <laughs> where it's like, oh, hey, you, you know, where people tell you how to do, to say what to do, and you know, sort of undermine you just for being a kid, and right. And I felt that, you know, I I I was a kid actor, you know, and. And and it always infuriated me as a kid. It's like why can't why can't why aren't you not listening to me or like this sort of uh, way of treating kids as kids. It's like no, treat them as little humans, you know, and, well, and, and minds of their own. If, if they're working, yeah. They're professionals, yeah. and
1: you should treat them like professionals. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you meet, you know, if you meet, if you're hanging out at the park with your kids and meet their kids. Oh, hey, you know, like maybe, yeah. maybe, like maybe that's. What, but if they're if they're high, if they're professional people, yeah, then treat them as professional entities.
0: But I think I mean even even I think you should treat your 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 kids like that. I mean, if don't like I think sort of hierarchy and authority and which is a cultural thing as well, which is sure. much more pronounced in America, is bullshit you know like like this authoritative figure in, in parenting is like i mean you're parent you're your you're the parent of course it's, you're going to be an authoritative figure but um let the kid be like listen to your child and right. like like encourage your child to be who he is and like well, listen to them and ask them questions and and even if they say the most absurd things like kids do about whatever they have thought about it's like well, good. That, good thing that you had the thought, at least. <laughs> good you know? for you, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, and, and and I saw Andy doing that, and, and, and to the kids, and, and and I was like, that's uh, he's doing something. He's he's really, you know, sort of letting these kids' raw talent be encouraged in a beautiful way.
1: Have they already started talking to? You? Have they already started talking to you? Like, okay, well, you know,
0: we're gonna go back and shoot in 2018, and we're already gonna get back into. um yeah, well, I mean, it's it's all, yeah, sometime next year, we're working on the script now, and I hope that, like, because Andy and I had such a good collaboration, and I, I it, the second one, uh, there's a lot of challenges to the second part, um I think mainly that the kids are not in it really, right? Uh, and they're the kid, all adults. They're all adults, and the kid. I mean, the, the the strength of the novel is the kids. It's so much what the story is 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 kid the kids, and even the the, the part of uh, the kids being adults is about them being kids. Right. So they try to remember all of the things that happened when they were children and they, it's almost they're you know, they, they're adults and they, they get brought back together and they need to figure out who they were as kids or sort of, they never got to really let go of their, of of their inner children in a sense. Yeah. Uh, And, um, um, and the book is told, you know, uh, these two storylines back to back. So one chapter adults, one chapter kids. So you're reading it and you don't know how it's going to end for either the children's story or the adult story up until the very end. We've already told the children the child story in the first movie. So the second movie, you can't just Tell, do tell the same story, but they're adults, right? right. It, you need you need to really uh, explore different things. Here we go again, right? Matt. It's like, well, let's what did what did we do in the first movie? <laughs> Referencing it's the first movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, when they bit that kid's arm, right. right? yeah, oh, oh, oh okay. yeah, that's right. We were here. Oh, uh, and right, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. And they're back in the cistern, and they're like,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, remember?
1: <laughs> well, the I was. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in the town in New York Comic Con for Walking Dead stuff, and so I was having dinner last night with a couple of the Walking Dead people, and Andy Lincoln had seen it, and he loved it. And he said, and I loved how all the adults were so broken. Uh, almost like, and I go, yeah, you know, it was like they were all kind of monsters in their own way. And he was like, yeah, but, you know, it's because they were all dealing with what they had seen 27 years ago. And I was like, <laughs> and so we just had this whole conversation about like, what they... So, this movie might have also been a sequel to what the what those adults' childhood, right? What their childhood yeah, yeah, was. Yeah. But at the premiere, Finn and all the kids were talking about, like they were. It was so funny to hear them go, "Like, who would play us?" So they were trying to figure out who played them. And I think I I think I won the award for best casting award for Finn's character as an adult, Paul Rudd. Oh Paul uh, yeah, yeah, right there, Paul Rudd. Can
0: you think? He's, about am- He's amazing. He's amazing. I love him. Sense of humor. Sense of humor. It's Funny.
1: Humor. Kind of look. They look kind of similar. Yeah. You yeah. Know. yeah.
0: Yeah. they sort of get a, get a brown contacts or something. <laughs> I, I I really. It's one of those things. Like I'm so when people cast someone. As an older one, and yeah. they have different eye colors. It always like, what, why? What would you think? Technology. You you context, context is easy. But yeah. like, I've worked on things where they've not, they've not. Oh, well, they did not bother with that at all. They, no, no. There's like a brown eyed character, and then there's a blue eyed kid. I'm like, who? How? Who? <laughs> <laughs> this, this, that's not how it works. Kid had a good read. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Kid had a good read. Like you know, uh, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be such a. a complete different experience for me like working with like 40 year old actors <laughs> like do you know what I mean as opposed to the kids and like oh hi, yeah you know and like uh, it's going to be a completely different experience and I'm really looking forward to it and I think you know um, um, you know I want to t- talk to the, you know collaborate with Andy and sort of figure out sort of few things and I think we could I think there's I think there's a lot of potential to make something I think it has to be different so and th- this is uh, um, a thing that I um, so when, when you have a really successful movie and you want to make the sequel to it, there's, uh, a lot of producers and money people that just go, well, that worked. <laughs> so let's just do more of that. Let's just, let's just do that again. Yeah. And they, like, they really want to make the, the exactly the same movie because they know that that movie worked. Right. And I think that that would be the biggest uh, 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 problem and disaster for the, fe- the the new movie. It's like if they're trying to make the first one, and we have the first one, and it's fantastic and great. And it was special because it was, that was special a moment because it was that movie. And I think like the the coolest version is the sequel. That's something else. That like, oh, that's yeah. that. And you look at them and you're like, I like you know obviously it's the 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 same characters and it's this, you know the the clown and everything, but it's like. You know, maybe it's it's adults. It's it could be darker. It could be more psychological. There's a lot of different things that could be you know played uh, and explored. So you can look at like these both of these movies and different as different movies, but separately as good
1: things. Yeah, I, and I and it's kind of funny to hear you say that because it, it goes it speaks to what we were saying earlier about trying to recapture your youth. That most sequels are probably like Steve Buscemi going, "Hey, what's up, other kids?
0: Yeah. <laughs> remember, yeah. remember,
1: yeah. you know." Um, a really great example of that is, you know, Rob Zombie made House of 1000 Corpses, but Devil's Rejects was a completely separate yes. genre of a movie. And it's like I would love to see sequels experiment with like genre hopping. Right. Like cuz right, right. that that's even if it fails, it's like, well you failed on your on your
0: own terms right. trying
1: to do something you didn't it didn't fail because people were, were like, "Yawn, I saw right. this the
0: last time." Yeah, and I think also as as an audience member, if you go and like, "Oh, it too, it chapter 2," and you go like, Wow, wow, I wasn't expecting that I mean right. that's like that's an exhilarating feeling when when the movie surprises you yeah, uh and uh um uh, yeah, I think I mean, and there is you know I think the audiences should be more open to it as well and sort of you know uh, uh, in genre shifts in the sequels or like kind of exploring different things and not you know and try to you view. view Sequels is not compare, necessarily need to compare them to the first thing. It's like oh, it's another movie. It's the same, you know. And that takes to because ultimately, if the audience is encouraging that, it, we will will see money people sort of be tending to be more uh, uh, willing to to. Well, it's just that money
1: people are scared, and 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 money people, you know, they don't they. T- they, if they think creatively it's riskier for them to think creatively was like we have to look at charts if we're spending yeah, this much yeah, money we have yeah. to there's a formula and right. we gotta make the formula but uh, but then most of the time and maybe the formula works more than I realize but I feel like most of the time shit works when some sort of creative vision breaks through yeah. and then all the money people go oh just do that go right. no 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 just get someone else to make their own creative vision yeah. like don't have another kid get his arm bitten off, you right. know? Like we yeah. already saw that one time. <laughs> yeah. But the last thing I want to know What if it's, ask- another storm it's another dragon It's <laughs> another. This isn't Georgie. This is Giorgio. <laughs> And, uh, Giorgio is older, and he's in, uh... But he's in, like, a cool rain Blue, jacket. blue. Rain blue, and, uh... And he's, like, fucking, uh... And it's snowing. Yeah, it's not it's raining, good. it's, it's no, snowing. It's beautiful. It's gonna look beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and it's on the other side of the street. Right. So he's reaching in on the other... So it's not even the same, if you really think about... It's right, it's about right it. hand instead of the right left hand. Right hand instead of the left hand, you guys. <laughs> fucking brilliant. That's why I get paid. That's why I get paid. Uh, but, uh, the last thing I want to ask you about is Castle Rock, because, um... The, uh, it, it really does, I mean, I've just seen the teaser for it, but it just, it seems to be this mega Stephen King, you know, universe of, like, Battle of the Stephen King stars. Yeah. it's kind of a thing. I mean, I it's... See, like it, Annie it, Wilkes, na-
0: yeah, and these different names. So, uh, I saw that teaser before I even, they, before they reached out to me about the project whatsoever. And my friend was like, hey, Bill... Look like it was going to be like a TV version of Pennywise. <laughs> and I saw it and I'm like huh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. But I was I was like that's and I thought it was weird. It was like, you know, cuz Pennywise is like a title in the right. little teaser and I'm like why are they doing like a, it's going to be like a, another version of Pennywise like a TV version like a, I was so and then they reached out to me sort of just like for an audition or an interest and I'm like no I don't I'm, I don't want to I'm not interested in it like I'm I'm it I'm Pennywise into the Stephen King movie yeah. like I don't really like I was sort of and it's like J.J. Abrams producing a bad robot so they're like super secretive like well there's no script you can't read it and like this whole thing because apparently everything is Star Wars sure. yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and um, uh, you know and I was like you know and so I was like I'm not I'm a, you know thank you but like I'm not so sure like I don't want to read for it and like uh, like I didn't even I was worried that it was going to be so associated with Pennywise and if Pennywise is going to be in it and I'm like I'm going to play a character and then Pennywise is in the show and I'm like you know like, I, the whole thing just sounded right. weird to me. Um, and then um, they sort of like oh okay we'll, we'll let him read the script <laughs> and I, you know you have to, you have like 24 hours to read it and it's a whole like stupid password thing that you need to go into and I read the script and I'm like wow this is completely unique in it's own thing and it's great and then I met with uh, Sam Shaw and Dustin Thomas and the, the showrunners, and just like I read the script, it's great. Um, w- what's the show, right? Like that's that this is the pilot. What is it? And they sort of talked about their vision and what they want to do with it, and then, and and I was just in the room, just like I'm, and oh, that's like, great, yeah. And it was it was it's so a complete shift. And I told them, like, well, so I've been worried that it was going to be so associated with it, and and and, and they were like. Yeah, the teaser was, uh, it didn't make much sense to us either. <laughs> uh, so, are you allowed to say, are you Pennywise in this, or are you not allowed to say what you are? In it? Uh, no, it's, I, I'm not. It's a complete separate, a separate thing. thing. And so, and I, and I wanted to make sure, I'm like, just so you know, like, I want to make, and they were like, well, we're, we're sort of, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but they were like, we're, we're deliberately sort of not, like, because it is such a phenomenon, and right. they want to make their own thing. Good. Um, and, um, and it's, you know, it's set in Castle Rock, which is, uh, you know, Derry is, is... Pennywise is in Derry, uh, Maine, and Castle Rock is, is, is also in Maine, and it's another fictional uh, uh, um, town of Stephen King's. And so there's characters that do appear, that if you yeah. know his world, that there's... But the story itself is original. It's a new story. And, like, I, I'm not going to go into any of it, but it's... It's really good. I mean, the script, the first pilot was—I was, was so intrigued, and it's one of those things where, um, because it's uh, Star Wars, <laughs> uh, they're, uh, every like we I you know they've been very secretive even for us actors, and I mean we're on episode five now, and I've read episode six, Got and it. like I up until like now, sort of they gave me this the full rundown of what actually happens in the in the end, but before. Before, like, the first four episodes, I didn't really know where it was going uh, because they were so secretive about it. And there was a reason for my character didn't need to know. Got it. Uh, and then there's a shift and then he needed to know. I
1: wonder if it's but- that or they're behind closed doors they're like... What the hell are we doing right? Yeah. What the fuck is that we doing seven? Right. Guys, it's very secretive. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna find out. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Uh, what what do you mean? What did <laughs> we mean by that, that? I don't fucking know. Uh, I love that Stephen King's is basically presenting this idea of Maine between Derry and Castle Rock and Bangor, Maine. It's yeah. like Maine is just a fucked up, weird yeah. hotbed of yeah.
0: murder activity. Yeah, and in, and um, uh, but anyway, so it looks like yeah, working on it now, and it's like. I'm every script I go. I'm like I can't wait to fucking find out what's happening because <laughs> it's so mysterious. It's very uh, true to Stephen King in in theme it in, e- in essence. It's dark, uh, sort of the the sort of weird Stephen King sort of dark absurdity, yep. uh, uh, which is very true to it. And and I, I really think that you know it's one of those things you never know how it's going to come out. But I I really think that it, it, it it's gonna. Um, Really carry the Stephen King essence in a in a in a new original story, uh, and um, I'm really excited about it. You know, it's 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 a fun thing, and it's a I'm I'm loving the character I'm playing. It's very different to Pennywise, and I'm using completely different things. But uh, but he's creepy. <laughs> uh, so I can't wait. When does that come out? Uh, sometime next year. Yeah. Sometime next year. We're okay. halfway we're halfway through the shoot, so.
1: And a friend of mine just um, said, uh, you know, for whatever reason, it's rare that I go to the movies anymore because of my work schedule, unless it's a premiere. But, uh, uh, and and not like, I only go to premieres. It's just like, I can, I'm conscious to schedule those in. Mm -hmm. And on the weekends, I just, it's rare that I ever go... Hey, I've been working all week, but I'm gonna go get in the car and park and go see a movie. Right. Even though once I'm there I love it. Yeah. So uh I ne- I really want to see Atomic Blonde, but a friend of mine just saw it and he was like, I just saw it twice. Yeah. It was that fucking good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the, the Atomic Blonde is fun. I mean it's 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 if you're into action, it's like it's as good as it gets. Like it's just Charlie's Theron just radiating is the only, the only way like just how Charlie's can, you know, it's yeah. just like and just beating the shit out of dudes. <laughs> Which is, like, great. I mean, I don't know. It's just, like, to have, like, a hot, badass actress just beating the shit out of guys. That's I feel fantastic. Like, so we need more of that. <laughs> um, well, I, uh, I've i taken up enough of your time. But thank you this for having Yeah, pleasure, man. Thanks for this, having this me. This was great. Yeah. Oh, Bill,
1: it was, yeah. it was so nice to meet you. And, and so I was trying, you know, at Conan, I was trying not to, you know, like, fan out too much on you. But it, we just absolutely... Adored you in the movie, and uh, and I'm so excited. Yeah. And and just having spent some time with you too, like now I'm like before I appreciated you as a performer, and now I'm like I really like that Bill. I want <laughs> he's gonna do great. That guy's gonna do great. So, uh, well, uh,
0: listen, Chris, if you're over coming over to Sweden, I'll I'll, I'll I'll have you I'll have you for dinner. Literally, like next week. Hey,
1: yeah. we're here. Yeah, yeah. you said any time.
0: Yeah. No, but for sure, let's uh, we'll we'll show you around. And uh, I would love we'll, that. Yeah, yeah. Please come over.
1: All right, thank you so much. Uh, enjoy your burrito, everyone. No murder, no suicide, <laughs> and best of all, there is no cost to join us in Pura. He promised to keep you safe. They killed her. You took everything. In a
0: world that doesn't feel so safe <laughs> anymore, we're waiting for you here in Pura. The Last City
1: is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last about? City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of *The Last City* right now, ad-free, on Wondery Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com/slash-plus.